What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the first ever Off Ball Show with me, the host, Japal Chahal, and my other co-host, Jordan Stebbins. If you want to introduce yourself, Jordan, you can. Uh, my name is Jordan Stebbins. I'm about 18 years old, and uh, I'm the biggest Dallas Mavericks fan you'll ever meet. Uh, to my left, if it's on my left, it is Japal, the biggest bandwagon you'll ever meet. That is 100% cap, but my name is Japal Chahal. Um, oh, about to turn 18 in a few days. I'm committed to Texas Tech University as a five-star receiver. And we got a lot of stuff planned for y'all. Today, we're going to talk about a lot of touchy tub t- uh, subjects. But the order we're going to go in is we're going to talk about the NBA Finals Game 1, which just ended a few hours ago, which was a show. And I bet a lot of people didn't expect the outcome. Then we're also going to talk about the Rachel Nichols-Jimmy Butler situation that is real spicy and Ever, I don't know, I fell asleep last night and I woke up this morning and my Twitter was blowing up. We're also going to talk about the NBA free agency, which is a really touchy subject for me and Jordan Stebbins. And we also got a few little interesting things after that lined up for y'all. Alright everybody, on the first episode of the Offball Show, our first subject will be none other than Game 1 of the NBA Finals between the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee Bucks. The Phoenix Suns won 118-105, to and what are your thoughts on that, Chipotle? It was, I, w- I wasn't expecting it. I really thought the Bucks were going to pull out game one really? in Phoenix, but you know what? The Phoenix, Phoenix Suns showed up with a killer mentality as the Bucks showed up with no defense. And true. you can see that if, if you watch the game, the uh, amount of defense the Bucks played was utter than non-existent. I had texted Jordan Stevens during the game saying, this looks like an all-star game because it was pitiful. And yes. if the Bucks keep playing defense like this, Suns in four. Really? That's a bold take there, Cotton. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why'd you call me Cotton? Dude, that's a, that's, a, that's a movie line. That's a movie line. Uh, but all right, anyways, I think we'll, we'll keep that in. Anyways, you want to redo that? I, I think mm-hmm. I liked it. This is good. I this like is good. But like anyways, it. I did think the Bucks were going to win tonight's game. I bet $10 on the Bucks. If I won, I would have gotten $27. And uh, I I lost. And I wasn't expecting it. I, I'd rather the Suns win this series. But for tonight, I really thought Giannis coming back would, you know, they'd overpower him for game one. But I was wrong. Uh, usually in all the game ones, the Bucks suck. So I don't know why I didn't think of that. Yeah, uh, uh, we should probably be grateful that Jordan was late for the parlays. He would have lost a lot of money. Yeah, well, I, I'd rather, I would have put a parlay on Devin Booker and Chris Paul scoring over 28, obviously. And did Devin Booker score for 28? I think he did. Devin Booker only he had scored 27 points. He 27, scored 27 points, yeah. So I would have lost. Paul had 32. But I would have been one point off from probably making, I don't know, a nice $100 or so. Uh, but that's too darn bad. I lost $10 again. I've not hit a bet on the Bucks yet. But really. The, the last parlay Jordan played was, uh, was it Brooke Lopez? That was actually the first You're one. Like, I was three assists away from $2,000. Uh, the second one, I put a parlay on a lot of things that happened, and it wasn't even close. So we're not going to even talk about that. But here we are, game one, Bucks lose to the Suns. Yeah, the Suns really whooped the Bucks. I mean, the box score really doesn't tell it, 118-105, but the way the Suns won, it felt like a 30-point game. It felt like they won by really 30 did. points. It really did. And we're gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name off some stats. 
So compare. Okay, so Giannis, you know, he he's gonna do Giannis. He had twenty points, seventeen rebounds, but the he rebounds had three turnovers. Three. Hey, Re- he didn't score a lot of points though. You'd expect him hey. to score thirty, but he's coming off of injury. It's understandable. Yeah, a hyperextended knee, but I mean, when you're seven seven, yeah, seventeen rebounds is like a you know that's that, that's nothing yeah, when nothing. you're seven no. foot seven. But the biggest part I feel like of why the Bucks lost was Drew Holiday. Exactly. Uh, the ball. The box score says he went 0 for 4 from 3, 4 for 14 from the field with three turnovers, and he was minus 16. Yeah, minus 16. And, I mean, if you look at the Bucks plus minus, the only guy that was a plus was Giannis, and he was a one-point plus. I mean, there's other guys like Pat Connaughton and Jeff Teague, but, you know, those guys, even if they were plus 10, they're not going to win you the game. Like, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton cannot, and Brooke Lopez cannot be like seven. Brooke Lopez was a minus seventeen, and Drew Holiday was a minus sixteen. You don't, you can't have that in the NBA Finals. Hey, but can we agree that Brooke Lopez went out there and started banging threes like it was nobody's business? He did. I did make a. Uh, I don't know if I sent it to you. I forgot. I didn't. I made it, and then I just the game was on, so I just forgot to you know, send my glorious creation. But I made that Thanos meme where he says, fine, I'll do it myself. And I put Brooke Lopez face on there. But in reality, he, Brooke Lopez kind of sucked besides those threes. But on defense, he's a liability. Chris Paul and D book were just getting the switch on him and then just going to the hoop. Yeah. I don't know why Milwaukee thought it was a good idea for Brooke Lopez on the switch to stay on D book. Yeah. Cause if you hear the commentators, they're like, that's the Bucks decision. They wanted Brooke Lopez to be on D book. Like, okay, Brooke Lopez might be a good defender on guards, but D-Book ain't no regular guard. He mm-hmm. a bucket. Yeah, he's he's a the bucket. next coming of Kobe. Okay. You can't just put Brooke Lopez and, like, that makes D-Book feel disrespected. That gonna make D-Book go out there and drop 50 next game. Yeah. If you keep doing that. Mm-hmm. So they need, they need to figure stuff out on that pick-and-roll switch. And if the Milwaukee Bucks could do that, I feel like Devin Booker will be shut down. Yeah, that's the same way I see it. Um, You know what? I want to talk about a few guys on the Suns that aren't the stars, but big. Before I say this, big shout out to DeAndre. Man was looking like prime Shaq, twenty and twenty, like this man whole playoffs. Was yes, it's whole all playoffs. He's yeah. been like that. Well, I want to take a deep dive into Macau Bridges and Cameron Johnson, two role players. Uh, I mean, Macau Bridges is a starter, but you know, he's he's a role player considered in the Suns team, and they just came out to play. Yeah. Uh, definitely, because I think I saw on Twitter the other day Cam Johnson was shooting, like, what, over 60% from three, like, this whole playoff, and it's, like, what, his third year in the league? Third or second? Yeah, I think it's... He drafted with Kobe White. Yeah, and he was, at the time when he got drafted, everybody was like, what are the Suns doing? It was, like, a top-ten pick, and everybody was freaking out, but now he's looking like one of the best picks in that draft. Hey, and let's not forget how Cam Josh Johnson finished college in three years and is now working on his master's degree big shout out to cam johnson really did not know that. yes that's that's pretty cool and let's see okay see look at this okay yeah cam johnson might be minus one but he has some key steals he was ripping the ball out of Giannis's oh, yeah. hand while he Giannis was on the ground selling just doing that the ball's going all over the place the suns get the fast break bucket yeah but the real star for the suns chris paul 32 chris paul, points yeah. Four for seven from three. Started Twelve slow. for nineteen. Didn't he only plus, had, he only had a few points. He was in the first plus half. seventeen. Yeah, and he went plus for that. What I think uh, he had what eighteen to twenty points in the third by itself. Yeah. 
he, he was, was banging those threes out there, man. He was looking like prime Paul. Yeah, you know, and, right, right when you think the Bucks had a chance to come back, then Chris Paul just started unleashing takeover mode, just scoring all the floaters. He likes to do that little, like, kind of get the defender on his back, little floater layup-looking thing. But, but then those threes he hit, that really just ended the Bucks. Yeah, Chris Paul did have a slow start to the game. Well, I think he went like 0 for 3. Yeah, he, we try to hit those little good. mid-range fadeaways. Yeah. But let's – okay. One thing that surprises me – not really surprising me, but I didn't expect from the way he's been playing recently is Jay Crowder. 0 for 8. 0 for 5 from 3. Yeah, he only scored 1 1 point. for 2 from the free throw line. Yeah. But he had 9 point. rebounds. So, nine I mean – rebounds. Yeah, he, he's good to – I don't know. With Jay Crowder, it's either going to be a good offensive night, but if he doesn't have a good offensive night, he's just going to be good on defense. That's what he does. I mean, they still won this game pretty like by what 13, 12 points, and mm-hmm. he only had one point. So that's a good sign for but the Suns. He was plus nineteen, the highest out of every Suns player yeah. in this game, plus nineteen, which the, is absolutely wild. When you look at one point but plus nineteen, you mm-hmm. know he's doing work. He's doing it. Uh, big shout out Broadus as well. Can't forget oh about Suns super fan who Japal doesn't like, but I like. I've been watching Broadus on YouTube for. Fat minute, uh, back whenever the Suns were the worst team in the NBA, and he was punching the TV on draft lottery night. And now, uh, I'm sure he's really enjoying this, as I would too if Mavs ever made the finals again. The only reason Jordan likes Berwad is because they both suck at draft lotteries. Mavs and Suns, yeah. they suck at the draft Mavs lottery. Never they moved up once in their entire history of the NBA. Not once. I'll tell you all How's this. I've been watching. I've been watching Berwad since like 2015. Yeah. The o- in the OG house where him and Rug used to stay at. Mm-hmm. I liked them. But right when these playoffs started, well, they, I blocked them on your, Twitter. They beat your Lakers, huh? No, no. I blocked them before they beat us. I mean, we were banged up. I'm I'm not going to say any excuses. Everybody's already heard them on they Twitter. Still so I'm not, they still would have won. They still would have won. No. No. You I'm not even going to get into it. I might I might just quit this, po- this, this show if we bring this up. Okay. But, I, I won't bring it up again. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. But... One okay, early game, D book on the line, and went ten for ten from the free throw oh, line. I mean, it how is expected. Not talked about this yet. What did they shoot? 25, 26 from free throw line, something like that. I think I think this on the box score it says the Suns went twenty five for twenty six. Yeah. and that is percent. That yeah, is absolutely wild. If you're shooting like that, just the other team needs to pack their bags. Bucks go back to Cancun, just like how y'all lost to the Heat last year. Like I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a free throw percentage that great in an NBA Finals game. Beautiful, man. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. And when okay, here's my thing. When Sarge went out, I was like, oh man, that's gonna be yeah. bad for the Suns because they don't have that many big men. Yeah. But it proved that it was a good thing because yeah, I mean, the Suns just cooked. Yeah, the Bucks. I mean, they did get out rebounded by like four rebounds. He got out rebounded by four. It was forty-seven really? to forty-three. Okay, it was close than I thought. But oh, man, don't matter. I thought it was don't like matter. by twenty. But yeah, the Bucks just shot poor from free throw. They were fifty-six percent from free throw. Only made nine out of sixteen. And part of that was Giannis. Actually, Giannis had a, he shot he shot fifty-eight percent, but he shot seven for twelve. I think we should applaud Giannis for that. He usually shoots seven for thirty, but hey, it is um, what it is. He did he did bang out of three. They left him open. He sank, he sunk it. He sunk that he sunk that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was surprised by that, but uh. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good series. I think I got the Suns. I, hey, it could go either way. I think it's going to go six or seven. It's a toss-up to me, but we'll see. Who, who do you think yeah. is going to win the finals? 
Man, honestly, right now it's looking like the Suns in five. Because yeah. I feel like the Bucks. Because here's the thing, I feel like the Bucks could squeeze one at home. I don't know. After watching the after watching the Suns today, they're playing like they're playing like I'm a believer of the Bucks because look at this. Yeah, Drew Holiday had a bad game. He'll be, he'll bounce back. Like now, Drew Holiday looked like Dennis Schroeder out there. He's looking like Eric Bledsoe, but with the Holiday on his back. But anyways, um, can we just acknowledge how Milwaukee Bucks had went six for thirty six from three, and the Suns went eleven for thirty four, and they still won the game. The Bucks. I find Bucks. that wild. Sixteen for thirty six from three. Forty four percent. And the Suns went 32%. Man, it's the mid-range. Hey. It's not we, dead. In, the mid-range game debates. is not dead. The mid-range dead. game is not dead if you are good at it. You have to that be is a true. good shooter. Like, you just... I don't know. No, nah, but if you, pull up, if you pull up to the courts and at, like, a regular game in Longview and you're shooting mid-range shots, you might get punched. Yeah. I don't know. No one, ain't nobody trying to see that mid-range game unless it's in the NBA. Yeah, especially Alex Singh, who likes to do like contested fadeaway mid-ranges when there's a wide open three. We're not going to get into that subject yet. Whenever he's a special guest on the show, we can get into that topic. Uh, but I think we've talked enough about the Bucks. Probably spent like 20 minutes on it. Uh, I think I want to transition into the Jimmy Butler Rachel Nichols story that broke around two, three in the morning last night, and Man. I was up for it. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, so for some background information, uh, while they were in the bubble, it, it, an article came out how Jimmy Butler had noise complaints yeah, coming from his room. He's drinking. And he oh, he opened the door fully drenched in sweat, saying he was dribbling a basketball. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Cap, Jimmy. Yeah. Who's fully sweaty, dribbling a basketball in a hotel yeah. room? I don't know. Unless yeah. you on the court? Okay. Yeah. I don't think, dude, and, honestly, if I'm dribbling it on the court, I don't think I'm getting sweaty like that. No, okay, see, if I'm doing, like, a full-out workout, like, okay, how big can a room be where you're fully sweaty and you got room to dribble a basketball? That's it, but if you you saw those... But apparently there was another person who bagged Rachel Nichols in the bowl. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Bucks legend, not really a legend, but last year he was on the Bucks. Uh, Ersan Yelisova, however you say it, Oh, I know that. Rachel oh Nichols God, that to Jimmy Butler, apparently. It was like a assist. Ursan was like, hey, Jimmy, we got you. This is probably bad to be talking about. I'm just going to cut the subject there. We That's just all Rachel we know. Nichols is, was being passed around, and now she getting assaulted. She wasn't in the finals. Yeah, you know, this isn't a Man. true 100% report. This is just us, uh, you know, just talking about it. It's probably not true, but it could very well possibly be true. It is a high chance. It is a high chance. Yeah. She might I mean, get fired. To be honest, I, I don't heard know where this report came with. I do not know where this came with. It just kind of... What happened was on Twitter, it was like 4 in the morning, someone just tweeted, Jimmy Butler did what? And then everyone started talking about it and kind of just assuming. So that's all I know about it. Until Woj puts a tweet out that yeah. Jimmy Butler, you know, Rachel Nichols, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to 100%. I'm like 80%. I believe that, that it happened. I believe. Really? 80%. I'm 20% hey. it happened. Maybe 10%. Why else do you think Jimmy Butler dropped a triple-double on us in the finals? Just <laughs> saying. Just saying. They, and the Rachel way Nichols, Rachel was talking to Jimmy in the interviews. That's, I was about to bring that up. They did have a connection. Well, hey, they maybe they're just good friends. Um, hmm. Moving on, Wait, we do want to talk about some 
free agents, or should we say that for next episode? Do you want to talk about it right now? Mm-hmm. Talk about it later. Later? I'll keep the paper, okay. safe. I'll keep the paper safe. Uh, since this has been a long episode, we're going to finish off the episode with some fun little questions I have for Japal. I might tune in. I might, I might say something about it, too, if there's a debate going on. Uh, but let me get this started. We're going to play a Which is Harder game. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, big shout out to House of Highlights Instagram story. Is, this is shout out I'm Omar. Doing. Shout out Omar. Omar. Yeah. Brown boys on top. Yes. All right. So the first one I have for you, which is harder? Hitting a 100 mile per hour baseball, okay, or making a half court shot? Huh. Okay, here's the thing. In baseball, you see a lot of 100 miles per hour fastballs, and people be hitting them. But, yeah, but are you, we talking about half court shot? Okay, me? Like, not a major leaguer, you. Like, just say, me? you're like, hey, come okay. with this 100 miler. Or, would, what, or is a half court harder? Okay, 100 miles harder for me. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. we were in Jordan's front yard after swimming one day, and one threw me an underhand pass, and I absolutely missed it. Absolutely. It was missed. probably going like, yeah, it was like two miles an hour. Yeah. It was well, bad. But uh, I've hit a half court shot playing around before. Yeah, half court shot's... 10 times easier than hitting a 100-mile-per-hour uh, fastball. Now, okay. if we're talking about major leaguers and the NBA, hitting a 100-mile-per-hour fastball for a major leaguer is way easier because you don't, don't see... I don't know. I don't know. You don't see players making half-court shots in the NBA on a daily basis. You see yeah, but it, like, major leaguers smacking 100-per-hour. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah, I, you I see it. That. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right. For the second question of which is harder, uh, a hole-in-one... Or throwing a no-hitter in baseball. Do you know what a no-hitter is in baseball? Do I need to explain? Yeah, I, I'm a Rangers fan, and I witnessed a few this year. Yeah, yeah, about 10, Man. I feel like. A hole-in-one. I feel like, okay, so, I feel like a hole-in-one's harder. Than throwing a, a no-hitter. Okay, you see no-hitters, right? You see them. Okay, this you is, see them. usually it doesn't happen this much in the season. Like, Rangers were just bad at the time. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah. A hole in one's way harder, man. Yeah, if you I if you haven't played golf, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know how hard a hole in okay. one is. I'm happy if I could get it on the green on a par three on my first off the tee box. All right. Well, it doesn't um, happen, but sometimes it, it makes me feel good. Um, a hole in one that ain't happening. All right. If you get this one wrong, I might have to just retire from the podcast. Which is harder, a hat trick in soccer or a triple double in the NBA? Patrick? I mean, is that, is that your final guess? Think? It's my okay. Is you see Russell answer? Westbrook out here. Draw, okay, my final answer is triple double. I mean, uh, my my final answer is a hat trick in soccer, because you see players like Russell Westbrook dropping one every game. Okay. Even Messi or Ronaldo can drop hat tricks every game. Exactly. And they're the greatest in the world. Exactly. Unless you put Pele out there, he gonna make it look like it's easy. By the way, just, huge game. I think it's Saturday or Sunday. Brazil versus Argentina, Messi versus Neymar in the final. Former teammates. The Euro Cup final or something. If, did you see the PK that sent Italy to the Euro yeah, Cup? Yeah, I was actually watching that in my, uh, I was at Chick-fil-A and, you know, the uh, little curbside. Man, that, he faked him to the, he faked yeah. him the other way. That, that goalie went flying. He I mean, just, I was like, tapped into missed, the goal. And then, it, like, they kind of go to, like, sudden death or something, but it didn't happen. All right. Oh, can we bring this topic up? That up? bench players in the NBA are good. 
We see Mo Wagner playing for the Germany team. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes. He yeah. was getting Mo buckets, man. Like demigod just straight created from the basketball. Hey, they get the big bucks for the reason. They get big bucks, but they're not just sitting on the bench because they suck. They don't suck. They they're yeah. in the league for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Um. Let's see. I got one more for you. Yeah, that's okay. all right with you. I, I want to no find a... Actually, I have a few. I actually have a few. Just two or three more. All right. Who's the more underrated player? DeAndre Ayton or Chris Middleton? Chris Middleton's is overrated. He's Chris overrated. Middleton's overrated. overrated. DeAndre underrated. Ayton is so underrated. Think about it. Did you see the numbers DeAndre Ayton's putting up? Like, let's just say Chris this. Put up DeAndre Ayton went... Okay, de- okay. DeAndre Ayton, 19 rebounds, 19 rebounds, 22 points, 8 for 10. 8 for 10. Okay. Middleton, 12 for 26 with 29 points. And yeah, 7 rebounds. DeAndre Ayton is so much more underrated. I'm not saying he's better than Chris Middleton because they okay. play both. Okay. They, po- they both play different positions, yeah. but right. DeAndre Ayton is way more underrated. Okay, well, I think Chris Middleton gets a lot of hate around the league. Like, I don't think he's brought up enough, but... That's for another another time. All right, this one's a big like Kobe. Who's better in their prime? Kings, Demarcus Cousins, or Chris Bosh? Man, you got me right there. These questions have been easy. This one, I'm. If you want my answer, I'm leading Demarcus Cousins. That man was looking like he was going to end up as the top center of all time. Wait, who was the second player? It was Chris, Chris Bosh, Bosh yeah. uh, You gotta go with Boogie Cousins. I'm gonna have to go with Chris Bosh, though. You, really? If you watched him, is we okay? If, if you watched Chris Bosh play for the Raptors, it was unbelievable what he was doing. Even though Mr. Kobe Bean Bryant dropped 81 while he was on the court in Jalen Rose's face, Chris Bosh was different, man. He was getting paid the big bucks for a reason. And Demarcus Cousins, okay. His prime, he was decent. But did the Kings ever make decent. the playoffs with him? No, he, I, okay, I, 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 Kings I, I, ever make the playoffs? Huh? Did the Kings ever make the playoffs with think prime? So, no. no, exactly. I would, I would uh, make a counterpoint there, but I don't remember how good the Raptors were in the two thousand. Chris Bosh and Vince Carter put Toronto on the map. Chris Bosh and okay. Vince Carter put Toronto on the map. Let's be honest. But I think Vince Carter's a better Raptor than Chris Bosh will ever be. Or better, I mean, better NBA player than Chris Bosh will ever be. Okay. Um, another NBA question, and this is our last one. Uh, shout out if you're still here listening to this. I don't know how long it's been. Probably been shout five minutes. Uh, shout out to you. First y'all. ever yeah. off-ball show podcast episode of all time. Uh, and to end this podcast, I want to know, who's the greatest team ever? The Chicago Bulls or the Warriors? Or you can bring up somebody if you want. What, are we, what years are we talking about? Any KD, year. Golden State? Yeah. Or the the 73 win, Golden State. Okay. The 73 and 9 Versus win, the 72 Golden State. Win Bulls. Okay. Uh, okay. The 73-9 Warriors versus the Bulls, 72-10 team? Yeah. Bulls are whooping them. Bulls are right, spanking thank you. Thank you. Golden State Warriors. Haters are going to be like, oh, the Warriors. No, no, I will always hate on the Warriors. Clay Thompson, oh. like, he can shoot, but, like, I feel like he's just going to get clean. He can't do anything else. He can be like, oh, just can be he curved. defend? Clay? Can he defend? Who, Clay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, think about it like this. Curry, not stopping Steve, MJ. okay. 
Steve Kerr made Curry. Let's be honest. It's probably cat. I'm probably gonna get a lot of backlash <laughs> yeah. for that. You have Steve Kerr. Was Steve Kerr on that 72-10 win team? Possibly. I mean, I'd assume so. I feel like. Okay, he's gonna lock up Curry. Dennis Rodman on clay? Yeah, that's true. Okay, or you could put Dennis. You could put Rodman on Draymond. Both but, are scrappy defenders. But but Dennis, I'm scrappy. You're missing out someone. You're missing with the Martians. Don't shooting oh down God. at Earth. Who would you rather have the final shot? Man. I want Iguodala. Like, I'm telling you, hey, I'll tell you this. too, but I'm going Bulls. I'm going Bulls, but man, I, I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala. I want Iguodala as well. But Iguodala career ended after blocked by James. That's it true. ended. Yeah. Rest in peace. You got and like the MJ. Okay, that Bulls team was so stacked. Steve Kerr, Dennis Rodman, MJ, Scottie Pippen. I believe Horace Grant was on that team as well. Maybe. If he was. That. He was on one of the teams. I know that. He was he was there on one of the a few of those championship runs. And look about it. Think about it. That Golden State team had Steve Kerr's coach. Who gonna out coach Phil Jackson? Mm, Who gonna out coach Phil Jackson? Steve Kerr just just all the X's and O's. The triangle, man. The triangle offense. The let me put on my Illuminati sign real quick. Okay. That triangle offense hey, is deadly. Didn't work with the Knicks, but you know it's different. Hey, times. the Knicks suck. Oh, hey, they Knicks got suck. Carmelo, you know. But uh, no, Jeremy Lin is the greatest Nick of all time. Really, over Patrick yes. Ewing. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I fully, I fully stand by that. Okay. They, um, Melo was just hating on Jeremy Lin, which got him traded. Right, that's so, that's a story for another episode. Bucks or Suns, right now you can't change it. It's on this podcast. Right now. And then we're going to end it. Sons and, sons and six, man. Sons and six. Okay, sons I'm, and six. You know what? I'm going to go with the Bucks. I think that Drew Holiday and Chris Miller and Yon are going to get it. And what? Bucks and what? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Ooh. That would be it. That would be great. That, this is giving me 2016 vibes over here. Okay. Okay. Is like It's going to come down to the final minute, maybe. But that's game six or game I seven. Like the Suns. I don't. If it's final minute, the Suns are better than the Bucks. Yeah, because you see, okay, the Bucks go on a little run. CP came out there and just yeah, you got killed them. The Suns got. I, I witnessed it firsthand with the Lakers. Man, Suns got D-Book right. and Chris Paul to just end them, and then the Bucks. Giannis, he needs to be more. Listen, he's great. He's a top five player, but I'm gonna continue to say it. He should have joined Luca, so Luca could carry him. Giannis is more of like a 1B type of player. When there's two seconds left, he's not going to be the guy to take that shot. I don't know why you're over here like this, okay? When there's two le- seconds left, who would and you rather have? Joy think everybody should have joined the Mavs. Okay, that's just a joke, but Giannis, is, he actually should have. It would have been unstoppable. Execs around the league. Has, Giannis, saying, has, has Giannis ever made a game winner? I think he has. I don't think he has. Maybe, I think I he's know, ever made a game winner. Maybe like a dunk. Maybe once out of 50. Like, I'm telling you. I, like, I'm not saying Giannis isn't great. He's going to be an all-time great. But it's like he's not – like, the Bucks have to lean on Chris Middleton to take the game-winning shot, you know? I agree the Bucks shouldn't be here. It should be the Nets. If the Nets were healthy? Yeah. No, if Katie's foot wasn't so big. Okay, yeah, if his foot wasn't size 30. Oh, 
But um, that's for another episode. We got a lot of things we're going to talk about in future episodes. But uh, I think it's been a great episode. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you for watching and listening. Yeah.